and welcome to another episode of Bikini Things. You've got your girl Laura and Michelle here in the home studio. We are doing a recap of who we are, what our competition history is, and what we just went through in 2021 competing. So stay tuned. Join us for today's episode. So we're back. We're back. We're back. We're <laughs> yes. back. I feel like about 50% of our episodes, that's how we're starting them. Right. Um, but yeah, we, we're finally picking the podcast back up and committed to more consistency, more episodes, and really excited too. We've definitely had a lot of a lot of new social media followers, so and it looks like a lot of new listeners too, which is really exciting, especially given that we haven't even been recording for months at this point. Yeah, I've been getting messages of people listening to the podcast, and I'm like, we haven't even recorded lately, so let's let's do it. Let's get on it. So here we are. Yeah, so both of us just competed this year, so we are recording. Today is October 1st, 2021. New month. New month. Uh, it's it's PSL season, baby. We're here <laughs> yes. for those pumpkin spice lattes, everything pumpkin. But we competed this summer, so both of us have wrapped our 2021 seasons at this point. Both of us, I think, had a lot of fun, a lot of successes, a lot of lessons learned. So really, today's episode will be not only maybe a reintroduction of who we are, maybe maybe some stuff about ourselves that even past listeners don't know about us, and then also just a recap of how did our seasons go and what's next for both of us. So uh, we, got, we got a cute little list of questions to <laughs> kind of get to know us a little more. So Michelle, let's have you introduce yourself. If you could say your name, your age, where you're from, how long you've been competing, whether you are an IFBB pro or an amateur, what you do for work, and maybe maybe a little fun fact about yourself. All right. So my name is Michelle. I'm 26 years old. I'm originally from the Bay Area, but now live in Huntington Beach. I've been competing for, I guess you could say, two years now. I've done two competition seasons. I am an amateur, and... For a living, I'm a mental health therapist, as well as a personal trainer, as well as a brand ambassador. So I do a lot of different things, but main focus is the mental and physical health. Fun fact. Yeah, let's what's a, see. What's a fun fact? Well, I guess since it is October, I think the most interesting thing about me is my very first job was as a Fright Fest character. So I was a zombie. That was the first thing I ever did to make money. When oh, I that was, is fun. When I was in high school, so. So what did you what did you have to do when you were a zombie? So, well, the audition was the best part because the audition was us pretty much like screaming at each other, laughing like babies, laughing like clowns, super crazy. And then when I got the role, I was a walk-around character. And I was basically, have you seen The Shining? I have. Okay, you know the little creepy twin girls? Uh-huh. So we were a spin-off of that. So it was me and this other girl who looked like me in makeup, and we weren't allowed to talk. So I would go hours without talking and just being creepy AF. Just I'm, like, like getting staring. the chills right now. Yeah, like, we had these white-out <laughs> contact lenses, literally oh, matching. We would, like, we had signals. We'd hold hands, and mm-hmm. we had signals for, like, turn right, turn mm-hmm. left, run. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so we would just coordinate and 
freak people out. What was the most extreme reaction somebody had or like the most scared that somebody I mean, got from you two? People like hit people. So we, I don't think we ever personally got hit, but we definitely had people react very negatively because we would sneak up on people. So I think, I remember this one guy who like, I thought he was going to do something. So I like, we walked away right then, but he like almost threw his hands up and I was like, we're not trying to hurt you. Like, it's okay. But we still stayed in character. So, but I had a friend who got punched, literally punched. Oh, wow. So. Wow. Okay. Some people, and yeah, I've heard, I've heard people like pee their pants, literally. Yeah, I could, I could see that (laughs) for sure. Um, I'm not, I'm not much of like a haunted house person. So yeah, Yeah. I'd probably freak out if I saw you in whiteout contacts with a twin. (laughs) I still have one of my whiteout contact lenses. Nice. So maybe that's what I'll do for Halloween this year. Yeah. Yeah. I still have to come up with a costume, but more importantly, I need a costume for Frankie. Yes. Yeah. We were talking about that. He's he's way more important than me. Yeah. If you guys have any ideas, let us know. (laughs) Yeah. For for dog costumes. For dog costumes. Just to be clear. clear, (laughs) Not for us. Well, awesome. Thanks for sharing all of that. Uh, So I will kind of do the same. So my name is Laura Morche. I am 33 years old and I'm from Indiana. I've moved around a bit, but that's where I mostly uh, did my my growing up years, my uh, schooling and all that. I've been competing now since 2017, so it's like five years now, which is crazy. I started my first prep in November of 2016. I am an IFBB pro bikini competitor, which is awesome. Yeah, still, it still feels fairly new. It's been less than a year. I turned pro in December of 2020 at USA's. I am a full-time project manager in engineering for work. I also have a really amazing team of bikini ladies that I coach in my free time. I coach lifestyle clients as well. So your girl is always hustling, always hustling, always working. I have a hard time sitting still for sure. So that's that's kind of my work life. In terms of a fun fact, that is a good question. Um, oh, man. I'm so not good with stuff like this. <laughs> What's a fun fact about me? Um, this one's this one's not as cool as yours, but I would say this is something that I'm doing more and more this year. Is I am actually a makeup artist. That yes. was a that was a cert that I got like in 2018, and so this year I've been doing more and more of my girlies stage hair and makeup. So, I didn't know you had a cert. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm legit. I'm legit. How many certs <laughs> of things do you even have, Laura? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Too many. Too many. Um, but yeah, so it was, uh, it's been fun this, this last year doing some people's hair and makeup and you were kind of the first one to push me to give it a try. I was a little nervous to do stage hair and makeup and not have it come out perfectly, but it was, it was beautiful. And so I did yours and I did a girlfriend of mine's and then I did, uh, Jen, another girl on the team a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I guess that's, that's something I was going to say we should talk about too, is maybe how we met and... Also, that reminded me of I was your first prep client. I was mm-hmm. your first stage makeup client. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but even before that, we- yeah, you've put you've pushed me to get out of my comfort zone. But before that, Michelle and I met doing promo work. I'm trying to even remember what year it would I have know. been. I think it was 2018. Before I started working at Gold, or no, as while I was working at Gold. It must have so been. I feel like 2018. Yeah, I feel like it had to have at least been some point during 2018 because you came to my 2018 shows in December. Yes. So we were already 
good friends at that point. Mm-hmm. I already knew Danny, your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. at some point in there, I was doing promos for Mutant Supplements at the time, and we met at a supplement store. And just immediately, I was like, oh, this girl's really cool. We had our tables across from each other. She's really pretty. She needs to be my friend. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> I remember and, that going through my head. When and I, I think at that point, I actually remember, I want to say it was during that promo, someone came in and got meal preps that was also a bikini competitor. And I knew nothing about, it might have been that promo or a different day mm-hmm. I was there. But that was like the first time I met a bikini competitor. I knew anything about that. I was very much in the fitness space. I was a trainer at Gold, but I didn't know what competing was. So I pushed Laura out of her comfort zone, but she also pushed me out of my comfort zone in getting me to compete, right? Yeah. Yeah. And before you even competed, so that was that January, like early 2019 when we, we did a January 2019. Yeah. It yeah. was the 12-week Gold's Gym competition. Yeah. So, so do you want to, you want to talk a little bit about that and kind of yeah, maybe so, what sparked your interest? Yeah. I think just watching, like seeing Laura's pictures, I went to that show just right before that. I was interested. I had done, at that point... I, was I doing, was I doing OCR races? I don't even remember. You you hadn't even done that yet. Yeah, I hadn't even done that. Because I think yet. you did. The, I think you did the the Spartan racing and stuff like right that. Before I competed. After I think yeah. it was after your, I would call it a bikini style cut that we did. Yeah. With, that we did together. Yeah. So basically, I wanted to do this challenge, and I. Wanted to compete, but wasn't ready. And the thing I was most nervous about was honestly, like, the stage. So I was like, okay, let's let's do, like, a trial run of this bikini cut. So Laura created my program, and it, wor- it worked really well, right? And I was mm-hmm. able to do it, and I felt good doing it. So, and that's why sometimes when, when I think about my first competition prep, I almost have to think about that, because that, I think, was really challenging, and usually the first mm-hmm. one is the hardest. And even though I didn't step on the stage, it was still very much... Yeah, you looked you looked really good. I mean, we didn't I didn't go as crazy with you mm-hmm. as I would with a prep competitor, but your cardio got high. I feel like your cardio got to about almost an hour a day. Yeah. And your calories, I think the lowest we got in was about 1200, yeah. which sounds low, but for bikini prep that's not even yeah. as low and as some people get. At this point in my life, I, I was not doing any cardio. I don't even think our cardio got that high. It might have been less. Because I was doing no cardio at all. I was very much a lifting heavy. That was all I all I did was lift heavy, eat a lot. That was all I cared about. I hadn't really ever focused on my physique. So, yeah, I don't think we ended up going too high in cardio until my yeah. first prep prep. I was like, I miss when we were doing 30 minutes of cardio. Yeah, yeah but even that, that's, you're, you're right. You're jogging my memory because... That I remember you telling me that that was a lot of cardio, and I was like, "Girl, you have no idea yeah, how it was like cardio 30 is." Thirty minutes, and <laughs> yeah. I was like struggling. Yeah, but that's that, that's a good point. I forgot about that. But you you looked really good that challenge that you did. You took it really seriously. I know there were some points where it was difficult, but you took it really seriously. Did a great job with it, and I would say in the photos. I mean, the photos that you have from the end date of that challenge, you're you had shredded abs you've got you've got a very strong um you know abdominal conditioning or just abs in well, general that was like when my six pack came and it never left it was great <laughs> yeah yeah like you had a six pack and if I were to kind of look at you as a competitor I would say you know you kind of looked like you were about 
you know, for some girls, maybe like six weeks out, mm-hmm. roughly, which yeah. is a which is a lean physique. It's a yeah. lean physique. You know, from the front, you're lean, you're looking pretty shredded. It's really just kind of like that back of the leg area mm-hmm. where you're not shredded, shredded. Yeah. You looked good. You looked really good. And um, I think it kind of, from my perspective, made you realize, oh, maybe competing is something I want to do. I think you liked how you looked a little bit too. I think you enjoyed that part of it, which yeah. can't blame me there. You looked awesome. Yeah. The timing of it was great too. Cause it was like, right. I think I finished right before stagecoach too. So I looked like shredded at stagecoach. So I was happy and then yeah. I graduated and all that. So that was, yeah, that was definitely part of the motivation, but there's a lot more to competing than just looking good. Right. For sure. And then, and then, yeah, you were really the one too that pushed me to start coaching people because I had, I had coached lifestyle clients since 2017. So I'd been doing that for about almost four years, really four years before I prepped anyone for a show. And you were the first person. I mean, you came to me saying, Hey, Laura, I want to compete. Can you coach me? And there's a little part of me that felt like, Oh my gosh, I don't know if I can take this on, but I knew, but I knew I could, I really knew at the end of the day, I knew I had the knowledge I've read a ton on, you know, not just general health and fitness and nutrition, but also specific to bodybuilding, like the Arnold mm-hmm. Bible on bodybuilding. Yeah. I read that books on that. natural bodybuilding, read those. Yeah. And even so. if you didn't feel a hundred percent confident, I felt a hundred percent confident in your ability to coach me. So oh, thanks girl. Yeah. And, and so that was 2020. So we, we had you do two shows. You prepped through a pandemic, which was pretty nuts. A lot of people had to take last year off. You managed to make it work with the equipment you had, you know, building a home gym, mm-hmm. being really determined, which was amazing. But I would love to hear too, yeah. maybe a little, just a quick little recap of that. And then let's talk about your 2021 competition season. Yeah. So 2020, I did two shows back to back. I want to say my very first show ever, I got first in True Novice, third in Novice, and then fifth and my open class right that was my first show and then second show we went to vegas vegas oh my god it was hot (laughs) as hell i remember i I was just telling my client today that i was scared i wasn't gonna pass the um the temperature check because we were standing outside and it was so hot because that at that point they were doing temperature checks in order for you to check in and go inside and all that but, but yeah, we did Vegas and Vegas, I got second for my novice class and my mm-hmm. open class. Mm-hmm. That was when second I, in both. when I got second to Ariel, Miss Ariel. Okay. Yeah. Oli- now Olympian. Now Olympian. Yeah. So excited for her. Yeah. That girl's, that girl's competition, you know, seasons over the last two years has been it's incredible. Just, yeah. It's just insane to yeah. think. Yeah. She, she but in got, this, just this year, she went from being an amateur to competitor to being an Olympian. Yeah. Which is like unheard of. Yeah. Unheard. Literally, to, last year I was on the amateur stage with her and then this year well, she's going to Well, this year you could have been on an amateur yeah, stage with her. Absolutely. Still. So mm-hmm. she started like... Uh, I have chills. Yeah. So I met her, I met her in person at USA's last year in December 2020 we had connected on Instagram because we have the same coach Kimbo and you know we were looking forward to meeting each other and I was so certain you know I think I had a feeling that it was like my time last year I did have that feeling 
But I was so certain she was going to turn pro. Like, she had all these overalls. In my mind, she was going to be Miss USA. Like, that's how I saw things playing out was, like, me and her both in the overall. And she didn't turn pro, which was, like, shocking to some mm-hmm. extent. But there were some things that she had to adjust. Like, Ariel's the type where she had, she has a lot of muscle and almost too much for the amateur level. And so if you, depending on your posing and just how you're looking next to the other girls, it's it's crazy, but it's like overpowering. Yeah. So she made some adjustments and literally went from an amateur competitor to an Olympian, which is awesome. But we'll, we'll save any more talk for when she's actually joining us on the podcast. Yes, yes. So let's talk about this year. So from last summer when you competed to this year, what did that look like? What, what was the long-term plan and strategy? Yeah. So last year, I got my feedback. My feedback was pretty much as we expected, was mostly working on the lower body. That's always been the hardest part for me is getting leaner, but also bigger glutes. Um, So we definitely focused on that off season. And then we went trying to think. So we, September was my show last year and then we started prep in March. So Mm -hmm. I can do math like six months Mm -hmm. or so off season before going back into a prep. And so this this past press, we we were focused on a couple different dates, right? We kind of moved it. We weren't sure exactly which one, but basically we started our prep March 1st, aiming for June for our competition. We ended up doing the... The 12th and the 19th. The 12th, which was the... Muscle contest. Muscle contest. I'm forgetting which one. Patriots? No. No, it wasn't Patriots. I forget the... It might have been Night of Champions, maybe. It was one of the San Diego shows that they had at the Paradise Hotel. But it was the one that they also had the military, right? Or am I tripping? That one is the Western All Forces. Patriots was my pro debut in July. Okay. Western All Forces. I feel like I should know this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I probably put it in my Instagram caption like 20 times. The yeah. The so we had but... to do a muscle contest. But yeah. June in 12th. San Diego. Yeah, why don't you talk a little bit about that and how and how your other show went as well. Yeah, so June 12th, first competition, I was feeling so good. Um, I definitely felt like I had condition, had really good conditioning, had gotten myself in a lot leaner than I had my previous competitions. So I was really excited going into it. It was also at a beautiful venue in San Diego. Mm-hmm. We were right on the water. Literally like an island. Yeah, <laughs> it was a, yeah, it was an island in Mission Bay. So if you're familiar with San Diego, there's a part of part of it kind of near SeaWorld where it's actually an island in the mm-hmm. in the bay. It's yeah, gorgeous. so absolutely beautiful. I was also going for a new look. So I'd gotten a new suit this this season too. So I was rocking the green, the Hollow shamrock. Shamrock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so shamrock. We, Me and Laura had picked some the design, ultimately. We made yeah. it. Yeah, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous, and we'll have to, for sure... I think we've already... Actually, the most recent Instagram post, at least at the moment, is of you in your green yes. suit. It came out really gorgeous. I was a little bit just not totally sold, but you threw in some pink stones to mm-hmm. the green, but it came out so pretty, so beautiful. Like, Toxic is now marketing that suit all over their Instagram page because it looks so beautiful. looked great with your hair and your eye color. So really, really beautiful came out, came out great. Yes. And we, we went for the straight hair look as well. Did you, you did my makeup that day too. Yeah. Yeah. You did my makeup. We ended up going straight hair. So it was a whole new look. So I was, I was feeling really good. 
we got pictures, we did all that, but I didn't place. And so going into it, stepping on the stage, they, I want to say we stepped on stage and I pretty much immediately knew that I didn't place. I was pulled out, probably second call outs. And so that was my first time not placing, as I mentioned previously. So when I stepped off stage, it was really rough. It was, it was definitely really rough. So, and that's, I mean, that's a part of the sport is, you know, you can't place it and it, it had to, it took me a second to think like, I went in feeling super good, looking super good. Like that doesn't take away any of that. So I had to really like take that moment to remind myself, like I still worked my ass off. I still look really good. Like the placing's not always going to be in your favor, but that doesn't take away the, the effort we put in. Mm -hmm. Right. So that happened and then we had to come back, step on stage, didn't place, and then going straight into another peak week, right? Mm -hmm. So that was that was hard, but we made it through ultimately. So what did what did we or what did you do that so, week in between? Well and I guess I guess one of the, the huge things was I was able to get feedback that day. So I, I asked one of the one of the judges or one of the I don't think they were judging that show, but they, they were there watching um, for feedback. And so they immediately told me to work. Part of it was my, my pose, so that was something I could address. I, my arm was too far out. I was not fully teapotted, like Laura <laughs> has mentioned she's done, but my arm wasn't as relaxed as it should have been. He also um, mentioned my lats, so making sure my lats were flared and just building whatever I could in a week um, and then leaning up more in the legs so we went into that cardio we kept the cardio nice and high for a week which cardio this whole prep was was a challenge for me for sure for whatever reason it was a lot harder this this um this season even though it wasn't that different it was actually not as intense as last year last year we did more running and stuff so but when you have one week left it's it's a little bit easier to dig deep and, and push mm-hmm, through so for sure we definitely focused on the cardio. We didn't taper it as much. Um, just hit it freaking hard at the gym. I had my I had my one cookie after the show. Yeah, I gave you. The, yeah, basically, it gave you the option because the hard part is the really hard part about that is is like, you know, you wanna you wanna feed your competitors. Ideally, if you can, if you can be in a spot where you're reverse dieting into sh- to mm-hmm. into a show where you're early ahead of time, that's like the ideal. That does not always happen. Mm-hmm. And so with the feedback that, hey, you need to be leaner in one week, you know, you sort of ask, like, can I have a cookie? Can I go have a meal? I'm like, girl, and you had one of those big cookies. Like, I was looking at that thing. I'm like, that sucker's got to be like a thousand calories. So I was like, okay, here's the thing. You can have a meal or you can have the cookie. You can't have both. So you chose the cookie. Yeah. Partially because we got out at like 1030 or something. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty, late. It was a long day. It was pretty late and... If I was to have a meal, I'd want, like, to sit down. And at that point, yeah, it wasn't worth it. So, yeah, I heated up my cookie, and I was happy. Yeah. So how did how did the second show go, then? Second show went really well. So we went for the same look. We did the straight hair. We did the green. Makeup changed a little bit, but still had to do my makeup. Now I'm, like, trying to think. I'm like, what did what happened? Oh, yeah. I got first in novice. So... Mm-hmm. So yeah, we stepped on stage. It was a little bit, it was run a little bit different because it was center podium. Mm-hmm. I mean, this the stage was beautiful. It was like a full-on like venue. 
Um, but I took away first in my novice class and third in the open class. Mm-hmm. So that felt really good to to go. And that just shows you, you know, one one week between shows, no placement first in novice is just it it shows that placements aren't always the effort and as long as you keep moving sorry that wasn't a complete sentence but placements don't always mean everything at the end of the day when it comes to competing you're not always gonna place you're not always gonna get that but you shouldn't give up yeah right so we still we still kept going and ended up with some nice little hardware yeah yeah and that was and and here's the thing too I think that's a really great message and an important message to reiterate because yes we compete for a variety of reasons a lot I mean I think all of us who do it want to win I mean why else would you sign up for a competition if you're not there to compete but you can't control who else shows up Mm -hmm. you can only control yourself so even if you look amazing there might be that person that just looks 1% more amazing than you. And then you're not going to win first place that day. So mm-hmm. that can always happen. The judges are different. So certain mm-hmm. judges, you know, even though they really do their best to be objective, they have certain preferences or certain looks that they like. You never know. You can't control the size of the show or things like that. Or maybe, you know, maybe you get sick or your digestion's off one week or one day. And so that can affect things. And you did not give up. You worked your butt off. You did the extra cardio that peak week to improve. I think you were motivated to some extent. I know I get motivated when I don't when I don't do as well as I want because it like lights a fire under your mm-hmm. butt. Like, okay, yeah, let me do some more cardio and let me lean down. Yeah. And you worked your butt off and you and came posing too. That was a huge thing that yeah. I had to practice 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 yeah you also I would say you came in about two to three pounds lighter the second show so in one week we got you down Mm -hmm. about two to three pounds which is quite a bit yeah especially when you're already lean yeah so did that the posing I think you know the first show we both kind of felt like okay you know you hadn't been on stage in a long time you came off a little nervous which happens I've been there myself And the second show, you were more relaxed. You know, you had just been on stage the week prior. You're a little more fresh. Mm -hmm. Um, So the presentation was was way better, and you came away with some hardware. So I think it was a a great way and a high note to end your 2021 season. Yes. Yes, definitely. Definitely was a good note. I'm already looking forward to the next season. But before we talk about that, you also had a competition season. I mean, you did your pro debut. Right? Yeah. And then kept going. Yeah. Yeah. And the plan, so I did my pro debut. So I had my, you know, pro rookie season or whatever you want to call it. And it it was awesome. I mean, there's was, there was good and bad things from it. But I did four shows in the span of about six weeks. And the plan from the beginning with Kimbo was to do multiple shows, was to do at least three shows to get a few data points, to get myself on stage with different people different event producers and just really get some solid feedback because the IFBB is a whole nother animal. And so one big difference is that at the amateur level, you're separated by your high class. IFBB, that's not the case. Pro bikini, it is everyone up there, the 411 girls, and then the giraffes like me at six (laughs) feet tall up there too. So it's a completely different range of bodies and looks and styles of posing and you have way more time to pose so it's totally different so we wanted to get a lot of feedback and and part of it too because you know maybe 
you could say the way this this rookie season went for me, I didn't place how I wanted to because what I wanted was to get in first call outs, you know, potentially, you know, get in a top five of a show, which I didn't do. And that's okay. But part of what we were trying to see is at six feet tall, I was the tallest competitor at every single show. And I probably will be at every single show I do. I mean, maybe at some point there will be a girl that's a little taller than me or at least the same height, but probably most shows I'm going to do, I will be the tallest. So it's a, I have a longer lankier body, if you want to call it that, (laughs) than everyone else. And so we weren't sure if I was going to be big enough, too big, just right, compared to the shorter, more fuller looking competitors. And so, you know, there was a part of me that really wanted to take a long off season after my, after turning pro to get bigger because I felt like, okay, I'm still too small. But without actually being on stage, you don't know that. So I didn't know that I was too small without actually getting my butt on stage and competing. And so Kimbo, he's he's awesome for so many reasons. I appreciate him so much as my coach. He's very strategic. And so he wanted to just kind of get me up there sooner than later, see where I was at, get some feedback, and then go from there. And so that's what we did. The, the original plan was a May show. I don't think he was quite quite happy with where I was at or just maybe he wanted to give me a little more time to build so we ended up doing Patriots through Muscle Contest in July as my pro debut so I had about four months off after I turned pro and then went right into a prep so during the course of that prep a lot happened uh namely the biggest thing that affected me is I went into I went into my prep very lean I reverse dieted like nobody's business I was so on top of it like every calorie every meal every day's meals were on point I was looking lean that whole off season I was taking it very very seriously but uh I started my diet April May hits I get up one morning to do my cardio like 5 5 30 in the morning and I'm not fully awake I've got little Frankie's dog gate at the bottom of the stairs I trip and fall down my wood stairs and pretty badly sprain my left ankle so about six to eight weeks in my prep, I couldn't really do cardio the way I wanted. I was very limited to a stationary bike, which number one is a quad dominant form of cardio. And it's not as intense as a Stairmaster or a treadmill. And I couldn't really do any single leg exercises either. I couldn't do leg press. It was too much pressure on my ankle. So my leg training, my glute training is now somewhat impacted. So it made it made prep a lot harder for, for a few reasons. Not only those two things, I couldn't pose in my heels. I couldn't wear heels for like almost two months. So even though I was practicing my posing, I was practicing in sneakers, which is not anywhere near the Mm -hmm. same thing. So it definitely, it definitely impacted me in the prep, but I am proud of myself for not quitting and for not giving up. There's a part of any of us that in that situation could have said, you know what? It's not my time. I'm just gonna, you know, call it and go back to off season and I'll do this later. But I had my mind made up. I wanted to do it. I knew I could. If I put my mind to it. And so I did it. Uh, Patriots was a lot of fun. It was in Vegas. I had you and several other the prep girlies come out and yes. support me, which felt really, really awesome and was so, so sweet and had some other girlfriends there too. I got middle of third call outs that first show, which, you know, was a hard pill to swallow. But I was actually very happy with my look that day. I came in lean. I felt like I did my posing well. I was in my bright, fiery red suit, which is my favorite color. 
Um, so really happy with, with how I did for that first show. Uh, at the end of the day, Kim looked at me. He thought my tan was a little too light, which I agree with him. My tan was on the light side. And the feedback I got from Sandy was just that I'm so tall, I just need fuller shoulders and glutes. Um, After that, one week later, I did Battle in the Desert with Spectrum Productions, and I got seventh place, which was kind of at the the break between the first and second call out. So that felt really good. That one, my shoe broke on stage, or my shoe was broken on stage. So that was a little bit nerve-wracking. I kind of messed up my hair flip. You also came to that show. I messed up my hair flip. I could tell without looking down that my right foot, just something was off and like I couldn't put pressure on it. And so when I do my little sassy, sassy hair flip, I put some weight on my right leg. I felt off and so it didn't, hair didn't clear my back, which was a bummer. But I immediately got off stage, looked down, the strap is completely off my heel. I freak out because they're calling, they're going to call us back on stage. So I grab my backup hair, which were also very close to breaking just from wearing them so often, um, threw those bad boys on, finished the show, ended up in seventh place, which was the highest placing I had this year. So that was exciting. I had friends there. It felt very good. And that was a shorter show. They combined it all into one judging round because of, I think, for COVID concerns. So that was a nice, a nice day. You didn't have to be dehydrated the whole day. And then I had a couple weeks break. So Again, just continuing to sort of reverse diet, trying to fill out while staying lean. And and Kim is awesome with that. So just marginally adding food in, cutting cardio back. My ankle's getting better. So that was great. Did Pacific USA's in San Diego, which was a great show. I switched up my suit color. I did my my teal ocean blue colored suit, which was really, really pretty um, with Toxic Angels. Did my own hair and makeup that show for the first time since 2017. So I was really stoked on that. It was a really relaxing morning. I had the whole day to myself, kind of. I really liked that. Uh, Shalan, another IFB pro, helped me do the pro tan tan. Came out really nice and dark. It was it was a chill morning. That one as well got kind of middle of third call outs. And the feedback I got from that, because the last three shows I did were judged by Tarek and the feedback he consistently has given me is more aggressive posing. So he's mentioned a couple times, my glutes are very strong. He said that day, my glutes were some of the best in the whole show, which felt great, but that my posing was not aggressive enough. I was not really posing as well as, you know, my physique looked like I needed to be showing my body in a better way given the physique that I had. So, um, you know, I was I was definitely very bummed that show. I felt like coming off of Battle in the Desert, I thought I would place a little better, I guess. I felt like I had some momentum and that and that just wasn't the case, which is okay. And then my last show was was in Lake Tahoe with Center Podium and that one, again, I kind of ended up middle of third call outs. Um, Tarek was also judging, still kind of said the same thing, more aggressive, more aggressive with your posing. So, um, I was trying, like, don't get me wrong, I was trying, but I think there are some bigger changes that need to happen. I think the way I was posing as a pro, I was going slow, controlled, poised, and maybe more, like, elegant. If you watch it, I I don't think I was posing poorly. And I think what he wanted to see was a little bit faster, um, sassier, stronger. The comment he made to me a couple times was like, look, you're the tallest one on the stage. You're quote unquote, the supermodel. 
So come out on stage, act like you already won the show. That's what we want to see from you. So um, in my off season, I'm definitely working on my posing. I'm doing a little bit of uh, FaceTime sessions with Jazzy. And she's really known as, I would say, like the queen of sass or like the spiciness, the sauciness, all that. So it's, we're making some big changes and I'm really excited. Tahoe was a lot of fun, but yeah, again, kind of ended up third callouts. I did that one, Pacific USA's and Battle of the Desert, all with Kaylee. I had a lot of friends at all these shows. And Tahoe is just such a beautiful location. I had friends there. It was the last one. So it was kind of like, you know, that breath of fresh air at the end. Like, okay, I can take a breather now. I've just done four shows in the last six weeks. I can take a break. It felt good. It felt good. I had fun. And I think that was actually like my best look probably that I brought this year. I did straight hair for the first time in Mm -hmm. forever. I did straight hair for the first time since 2017, actually. And I felt like that was a kind of a sexier look. And my tan came out great, came out nice and dark. And I felt like that was probably maybe the best look physique wise I had. Um, Patriots was pretty good, but the tan was light. So I don't think the look quite came out the same. I went to three out of four of your shows then because I went Vegas, San Diego and Bakersfield. So I just missed your... I forgot that you were at San Diego. I know. I was trying... You're right. You know how I remember... I think about Duh. what we ate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so yeah, in Vegas we right. had the barbecue and right. then yeah, yeah. in Bakersfield we had the hamburger and then I was like, oh yeah, yeah. so I was yeah. at San Diego because we went to BJ. Yeah, you were. Yeah, and you stayed over with me. Like, how did I forget? Yeah, that? right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. So it was a lot of fun. I mean, competing as a pro, it's a totally different world. It's a totally different experience and... While I definitely wish I had done better, at the end of the day, I've got to be realistic with myself and recognize like my body was not where it needed to be to earn the first call outs. I'm so tall. I've literally just got to be fuller, especially my upper body. So I'm training my booty on, killing my upper body, doing a lot more volume with that. And I feel like I'm seeing really good progress already. So I'm excited to do it, do it again next year and, and just looking forward to what's next. Yeah, so what are what are your plans? What is next? It's a great question. I have no t- I have no timeline right now. So there's no timeline. I feel like I need a solid off season of probably at least 6 to 9 months. We'll see what Kim wants to do, but I definitely don't feel ready to start a prep any earlier than between like January or March of next year at the earliest, like preferably March or later. Um so just building, working on my posing and just coming into next year's season ready to blow my rookie season out of the water in terms of the look. You can't you can't control the placings, you can't control the judges, but I can control what I bring to the stage. And if I can stay healthy and injury free and do what I need to do day in and day out, I'm confident that I'll get there. Yeah. It's all about consistency, right? Mm-hmm. So even in off season, I think that's one of my strengths. I'm very consistent with my eating, my training my cardio, I follow a program and yeah. Um, so I'm just excited, but enough about me. How about you, Michelle? What, what are your thoughts for 2022 and what you're, what you're game planning? So part, I mean, part of the reason I wanted to go to a lot of the pro shows was to support Laura, but also just to get, to make sure during my off season, during my reverse dieting, I was keeping my head in the game and focused ultimately on what what I want and I do want to compete at a national level this next year so our goal right now off season improvement season 
focusing on taking that feedback, which the feedback I got in person was very similar to the feedback I received um, via email following my second show, in which ultimately wanting to accentuate my lower lats, so really hitting that area and then the conditioning of the glutes. So again and again, at least at least the feedback's consistent, right? So we know we know what we need to work on. So definitely focusing on building up the different parts of my glutes and my back during this off season and just mentally preparing myself to go into a prep again. I think that's that's part of just trying to stay in the right headspace. I think last year in between shows I went a little crazy especially during the holidays. So I think part of me is like anxious, like, okay, pumpkin spice season, got to contain myself. Um, but really just, yeah, focusing on trying to stay a bit leaner this off season so that when I get into the prep, it's not going to be as hard on my body or on me yeah. mentally. Yeah. And I think so far you've done a great job with that. And last, last year and last off season, you and I, we're not working together as consistently. You kind of just went off on your own. And because you're a trainer, I, you know, trust <laughs> you to do that. But at the same time, okay, I love you, girl. But you're definitely, you're definitely a foodie. Like, that's fair, right? A you're a foodie. I'm a foodie. You're a foodie. And sometimes your attitude towards food is almost like that of a competitive eater, I would say. Like, it's... I mean, that's a goal of life. <laughs> right? Yeah. Maybe, that, maybe, that'll, be, maybe that'll be, like, you know, post-bikini competitions or something. <laughs> I feel like you could do that. From bikini babe to freaking hot dog eating competition. <laughs> that could be that could be your off season. I don't know. Bikini competitions and food uh, eating competitions. But this this year, I mean, just right now, objectively, like you're sitting ten pounds less than you were last year in your off season. Mm-hmm. So just that alone, like not having as much just weight or body fat to cut makes preps way easier. So really if you can as a competitor, if you can stay close to your stage weight within reason like a good a good reference point is probably for most women about eight to ten percent up from your stage weight is a good ballpark because then you're not having to crazy crash diet the cardio doesn't have to come as high the calories don't have to go as low and just overall it's you know it's a much more pleasant process that you can also maintain more muscle because you're not cutting for so hard or so long I think you realized that you know last year Maybe let you let yourself get a little too far away or not as... It made the prep harder because you were farther away from the yeah, stage weight. Definitely. And so this year, I think you've done a better job just being aware of it and maintaining a weight that's closer to stage weight. And so that way, the prep going into next year is that much better and what you're getting on stage with next year is that much better. So where wherever we can make improvements, whether it's just physical, mental, whatever, you know, we'll take it. Absolutely. So I'm look I'm looking forward to continuing this improvement season as well as when my prep does start. Mm-hmm. Both both are gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for you, and I'm excited for you to do your first national show. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think it'll be really exciting. And and the cool thing too is we've got what we didn't have last year because you were literally my first prep client. Is we have this whole squad, yeah, squad, babe squad team babe of squad of ladies that are gonna come support you and cheer you on, and it's. It's really, really cool to see how things have changed so much in just a year. We've got, yeah, you've got a team that is growing and you've got people that are supporting you and us supporting each other. So it's been, it's been pretty great to have that and just to have people that 
you can go to for to ask questions, things like that. I think that's a big thing, and that's part of the reason we have this podcast is so that we can provide information to mm-hmm. people who are competing or people that are getting into fitness because there's so much information out there. So it is nice to have a team or have someone that can provide that clear mm-hmm. information regarding what yeah what's happening. So should we should we do a quick rundown of maybe some of the topics we're planning? Yes. In the near future? Yes. So like we said, we are holding ourselves accountable to continue to record and put content out there for you guys. So we've got a list of different topics that we want to put out there. Uh, Some of them with the focus of bringing guests on. Some of them with the focus of bringing more personal things on. Yeah. So if we do a quick rundown. So we've we've got some amazing... IFBB pros were planning to bring on the podcast, including my new roommate, Rafa. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's actually one piece of news that's happened, I guess, in the last couple months is um, Rafaela, we'll, we'll tag her on Instagram at some point, she moved in with me, which has been incredible. So I've got another IFBB pro as a, as a roommate, and our lifestyles are so identical, it's it's crazy, and it's just it's, it's a lot so of fun. Cool. We're both po- we're both coached by Kimbo, so it's um it's really really awesome and super super nice to have someone that pretty much has the exact same lifestyle, living in the same roof or under the same roof. So we've got some IFBB pros coming up. We're going to be talking about reverse dieting, dealing with weight gain, life lessons that we take away from competing, what the differences are between amateur and pro how to know when you're ready to compete. We've done a previous episode on that. If you go all the way back to season one of Bikini Things, that was a solo episode, but check that one out. We're going to talk about hormone health and PEDs, building routines and how to create routines, some show day tips and tricks, some posing basics, uh, battling cravings. That's a good one. Post-show blues and how to cope with those. Importance of mobility and keeping our bodies healthy dealing with prep and a history of addictions or eating disorders and prep on a vegan or vegetarian diet too, which is something that a lot of, a lot of women do as well. Yeah. Which always blows my mind to see people who are on such specific diets. I know you had one client who was eating egg whites 24 seven. So it's definitely a challenge. So yeah, we've got this list of topics. If you are listening and you have any other suggestions, any other questions that you might want us to answer, please send us a message, either DM us personally or at bikini things, bikini underscore things. Well, this has been really fun. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a follow at bikini underscore things on Instagram. Uh, follow Michelle at at shell keep it fit on Instagram and me or girl Laura at Laura underscore IFBB pro, and we will catch you in the next episode. Mm